The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted, no use, and part or full is to be used without written, express consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or Detroit, Michigan, just north of there in Mount Clements. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Thanks again for joining the show. Much love, many props to all the supporters and uh, emotional Definitely emotional props and support I've been getting. I love it. I appreciate it. And again, uh, it gives reflection. The show, my work is all about helping others and helping you out there. Try to intensify your relationships, not intensify the fighting or the drama. No, not at all. But intensify the love, the passion, maybe even the set. Well, hopefully the sexuality as well into what I call the total connection. Please, again, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Check me out on Facebook, all over Greg Dzinski or the Art of Relationships. Check out my website as well, theartofrelationships.guru. And call me live, okay, like always. I'm always begging and pleading. I always say it's pathetic to beg and plead, but I'm doing it. I'm being pathetic. Give me a call. 586-212-4196. You can also join me on live chat if you're using Spreaker and the apps. Yeah, cell phone apps are ready specifically just for the show. The Android through Google Play Store, um, it might be down on the list a little bit, and it's under the Art of Relationships. I shortened it. I got rid of the radio show just to shorten it up. So it has the new radio show logo on it, so you can download that for free. Again, it's the Art of Relationships on Google Play. Also, it is now available on Apple devices, uh, so you check that out. I think you find that through iTunes or the Apple Store, either one, okay? Again, that's the same, the Art of Relationships. And the feedback I've been getting from people that have been using it or downloaded the specific app to the show, it's working great so far, knock on wood. Um, and I love your feedback. You know, if it works like shit, if it, you know, works great, let me know. If it's working poorly for you, again, I would love to hear your feedback because I want to get that uh, remedied and taken care of. Okay, so... Back at it. Tonight's show is what do you bring into a relationship or what do you have to offer a relationship? Most people, you know what? I even say, what the hell do you want in a relationship? When I teach human sexuality, and the term just started last week, and we'll be getting on that, and I ask people, you know, what do you look for in a partner? What the hell do you want? And the focus is always about the other person, right? What do I want? What needs are they going to provide me with, right? They're going to provide me with great sex, uh, the companionship I want. Oh, my God, they're going to take care of me financially. And what else are they going to hit me up with is, uh, you know, you're always looking at other people. What are they giving you or what are you getting from them? Pretty selfish, is it? Well, yeah. We need to set those standards for ourselves because we're in relationships, like I said, uh, for a reason because we're getting something out of it, okay? So, but this is changing things up a little bit or, you know, maybe old term flipping the script about 
what the hell do you have to offer in a relationship, maybe in a current relationship now, or for the single people out there, um, you know, what do you have to bring to a relationship? So I want this sort of be a fun-filled show, and I want those people that are sort of confident and arrogant out there to give me a call and tell me, what do you have to offer somebody, or what are you offering in a relationship out there? Now, I'm going to run down some dynamics, and part of this, on the 28th, I think it's two, actually, it's two weeks, I think, from this coming Wednesday, Wednesday show, there's uh, going to be a dating coach on here through Detroit uh, Date Coaches. Everything goes, nobody gets sick or anything. So we're going to have it specifically about the dating realm and the ins and outs of dating. And maybe, again, we're going to bring up what do you have to offer and what you're looking for, but it's going to be more specific you know, to the dating realm. So that should be a blast, should be a good show. Um, that again, that's going to be on Wednesday, the 28th, but okay. So what do you bring to a relationship? Do you look for somebody to rescue you all the time? You're going to make your life so much better, right? Oh my God. I don't care. You know, I want somebody that's going to love me, take care of me emotionally, physically, all this stuff. This is what I want. But what, what about you? What are you bringing into a relationship? You know, do you look at yourself and are you looking at, do you bring drama? Do you have a lot of drama in your life? You know what? And what are you doing? Basically, this show is what are you doing to be a better person for yourself and being a better per- person in your relationship? Like I said, most people look at uh, the negative aspects, if you will, about other people or what you want from them and what you do don't want from them but i'm gonna challenge you right maybe kick you in the butt to look at yourself to be a better partner in your current relationship or maybe you could be a dynamic partner in a future relationship and again without selling yourself out that's my big click word you know i don't want anyone selling each other out and uh not at all because that's not a fun situation anyways again you can give me a call, 586-212-4196, or join me on live chat. I got that up if you're on the Art of Relationships, either Android or Apple app, or on Spreaker.com, the website. You can join me on live chat, and I'd love to hear, brag about yourself. I want to hear what you have to offer specifically in your current relationship and maybe of the single people out there, you know, what you have to offer to make you a great partner or a great catch, okay? So getting on with it, you know, what do you bring? Do you look at yourself? I'm going to cover these negative aspects first, right? We all love negativity. It's all over the news and it tends, you know, we know people that always want to rip, you know, everybody apart, right? They're always about ripping others apart. They're this, they're that, and all that stuff. Now, Do you have a lot of drama in your life? Do you happen to have um, that gray cloud thunderstorm following you around your whole life? And do you always, do you do something to kick that to the curb? What are you doing? You know, do you have a lot of drama? Do you look at yourself and say, oh my God, who would want me? Now, constructive criticism is good. I'm not doing this to get you to bash yourselves. Not at all. I'm doing this 
what you can bring into a relationship or what do you have to offer, I'm getting it for you to grow, to evolve, to be a better person, okay? Become the person you want to be. And if you look at your life, you know what? I got a bunch of drama coming near. I have six kids from six baby daddies going on there, man. And I got all this to offer, right? And you're looking. Someone's going to help me with the kids. Someone's going to do this, do that. Oh, my God, right? Again, it's like, what do you have to offer, right? If you have a lot of drama in your life, what are you doing trying to de-escalate that drama or chaos in your life, right? Because a lot of people, yeah, there are some people that love drama and chaos out there. Uh, If they're addicted to it or they crave it, they want to feel alive. Most of us, me included, I don't want a lot of drama in my life. So if you're bringing, you have a lot of drama in your life and you might not even realize it, uh, you need to check that at the curb and maybe work on those aspects to try to, you know what, get rid of some of it, the drama or chaos in your life, right? And it's not always easy because a lot of that is out of our control. I get that. I understand that. But the control you do have, what are you doing to sort of kick it to the curb, right? The drama, I think, goes hand in hand with your negativity, right? They go hand-in-hand with negativity. So you need to kick it to the curb. Now, when you're looking at other things, you know what? Are you an honest person? This one, everyone talks about honesty, right? And it's huge. Everyone craves someone to be honest, except when you don't want to hear something you don't like, right? Then you're like, oh, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I thought you wanted me to be honest, right? That's what you wanted. Mm, It depends. If I like what I'm hearing, then that's fine. If it isn't, then shut your mouth. I don't want to hear it. Lie to me, right? The old scenario about do I look fat in this dress? Whatever. Are you not only honest and sincere, part of honesty is sticking to your word, right? Are you the type of person, right? Do you do what you say you're going to do? Not only that, do you want a partner, seriously now, do you want a partner that's going to be honest with you, that may be blunt, but they're being honest? If you ask somebody their opinion and they give it to you, are you the type of person that is going to go berserk, go nuts? This goes hand in hand with the drama, right? And maybe the emotional drama or emotional baggage you carry with you and how you handle yourself and your emotional maturity. Do you want somebody? Can you handle honesty in a relationship? Can you learn from honesty? Or are you one that, oh, my God, I'm going to do whatever I can to not rock the boat and not create confrontation are you that person and i'm going to tell you if you're that person and you bring that into a relationship that is going to cause a lot of problems because it's going to come back and bite you in the butt it's going to bite your partner in the butt and i'm not talking in a pleasurable way out there but i'm talking about in a way that um It's going to probably destroy the relationship. So if you're bringing a relationship where you're half-ass, if you will, or you're only, you know, you're not 
deeply into the honesty aspect, either receiving it or delivering it. You know, what are you doing to grow on that? Become more, I'm going to say it, emotionally mature about accepting honesty and to be able to look at yourself. And I've said this numerous times about looking at, look at, you know, yourself in the mirror and everything. And are you able to do that? On Facebook, I mentioned about looking in the mirror. Can you, okay, can I be honest and not be afraid of the consequences? And can I accept honesty from my partner without going freaking berserk, right? So that is the thing. When you talk about you want someone or I'm an honest person, are you really? You know what? Do a gut check because most of us want honesty, but you have to look at yourself. Are you an honest person, right? Or are you the one, I'm going to tell you whatever I have to say. I'm going to be honest, whatever, but you know what? It's a one-way street. No. Do you play the honesty card both ways, right? I'm not talking both ways, mean and bisexual. I'm talking, can you play that, you being honest, and you also accept the honesty from your partner no matter what? That's what I promote, but I also, you know, you run into a lot of people that don't want others to be honest with them because it hurts. It's a reflection. Maybe you take it as an attack or maybe you just can't handle constructive criticism because your self-esteem is shattered or not as healthy as you thought. So when you look at honesty and you tell me you're an honest person, you know what? I might challenge you, and we'll see how honest you are and also how you are about receiving honesty in return, right? Now, how many people you look at when you have to bring, you know what, I have a huge heart. I have that to bring into a relationship. Terrific, right? Having a huge heart, it needs to be genuine. You know what? We love huge hearts, especially men, right? We want someone nurturing, but we also, you know, we want to share our hearts too. Plus, also maintain our manhood, right? There's a difference. So, if you have a, you tell me you have a huge heart, or you offer, you know what? I got a big heart. I wear my heart on my sleeve. That's great. However, do you, when you have a huge heart and it gets maybe hurt, or does that mean? You're very emotional that you can't handle going back to the honesty aspect, that you have a huge heart. Does that mean you're also emotionally weak? Are you going to bring that into a relationship? If you have a huge heart, which is great, you know what? I love people with a huge heart, very genuine, giving, uh, caring, compassionate. These are throw and empathetic. These are come into play in my definitions you know they're just mine they could be different than yours about having a huge heart you know empathy compassion care about genuine concern about others um but you have a huge heart also sometimes means you can have a huge heart but you might not be emotionally strong right you have a huge heart maybe that's great but what happens if somebody disagrees with you? And what happens if there is potential chaos or bad things ha- happen? You know, one of you loses a job or 
get sick or something like that, having that heart, can you be strong enough to still be caring and compassionate, but also be maybe emotionally and have a strong heart to deal with it and to fight through those adversities? So you need to look at that. And can you bring those elements into the relationship, right? Now, this one, there's been so much talk about being genuine and being your true self. This one, you know, references as your authentic self, right? We all know this, right? How many people go on a first date? I've mentioned this before that you might not be authentic. And I'm not promoting it. I'm saying you should be authentic, you know. Your authentic self means you're going to be who you are, your values, what you believe in, how you are, sense of humor, how your moods, how you are with everybody. Or do you change? You're almost like, you know, Helter Skelter or uh, Jekyll and Hyde, depending on who you talk to, you know what, that you're sort of fake, right? Can you go into a relationship and tell somebody, you know what, you are getting my authentic self, my real self, my true self. This is it. Take it or leave it. And can you do that? That does not mean, you know what, I'm an asshole or a bitch, and therefore you accept that, and that's my authentic self. That's BS, and maybe you need to change that or you're going to be alone, okay? But your authentic self, that you can be the genuine person you are and you want to be or that you're going to be that person, and you're going to be that person no matter what, what situation, what setting you're in, got it? No matter if you're with his in-laws, her in-laws, family members, uh, friends, social gatherings, you know what? You're going to be yourself. That doesn't, you know, we talk different maybe with the boss or whatever. Um, I get that to a point, but if you're always not your true self, it's almost like you're, how do I want to say it? Almost like you're committing fraud. You're committing relationship or emotional fraud with uh, your partner because what you're saying you're delivering or what you're coming into the relationship with is BS, right? And once your authenticity is thrown out the window or devalued, right, people start losing a lot of respect for you. So can you tell me, can you bring your authentic self to the relationship, you know, and how many can actually say that, you know what, I'm going to be who I am no matter what. And that doesn't mean, you know what, I do not have anything to improve, not at all. But you're going to be genuine. You're going to be who you are. And you're going to be comfortable in your own skin, sort of sort of expect, right? So, you know, you're looking at all those aspects. You know, what are you doing? You know, do you have a lot of drama in your life? Can you handle honesty from other aspects i want to hear from listeners out there you can give me a you know text me on the chat room live chat room if you're on uh my app there the relationships app or you know the genuine spreaker genuine the general sorry spreaker app or spreaker online you can chat me and give me a call 586-212-4196 or tell me maybe how if Prior experiences, not only with yourself, 
Well, with other partners, if they're they're not being their authentic self or someone flips a script, you know, on you and you didn't like it, it pissed you off. I want to hear from you. 586-212-4196. I am going to take a short break and I'm going to be back in a few seconds, okay? This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Be back in a couple minutes. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
Hey, welcome back. This is Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G. And that was the Parlotones and their song, Giant Mistake. I know I played a lot. It's pretty cool. Anyways, almost sounds like uh, crap. I can't even think of who it is back in the 80s or whatever. Uh, maybe even before that, not Super Tramp, but in that era. Anyways, um, that was the Parlotones' Giant Mistake. This is Greg Dzinski. Back when uh, talking about what do you bring into a relationship, and someone joined on uh, the chat, which is cool and all that. And I'm going to get into. Uh, I might have to do a show on that too about the you know losing a child, whatever. And it's lately I've been dealing with in my office not only relationship issues and the effects it has, but Unfortunately, dealing with too many people that have uh, lost kids to, you know, either murder or, uh, you know, murder or suicide situations. And another one, a couple of them that have lost their loved ones to uh, murder, actually, and suicide. So I might have to do a show on that to try to help people grieve through that and what happens. I did one a while ago with... um, you know, when you lose a loved one, whatever. But I might key it towards, you know, with kids and everything. It's a very tragic situation. But I'm going to get back to the topic at hand about what do you bring into a relationship, right? And I talked before the break about your authentic self. You know why? Are you authentic? Do you stick with your beliefs and values? But being with your authentic self does not mean you're not going to evolve, and you're not going to grow as a person, not at all, right? Being your authentic self means you can also maybe appreciate and be aware of your own weaknesses and maybe what you want to work on as well. Like if somebody is treating you like crap, and remember before the break I talked about having a huge heart, but having a huge heart, does that make it also that you're a doormat, that you don't want anyone to sort of hurt your feelings or you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or piss them off and you start losing yourself for that maybe putting up with crap or putting up with situations or you know toxic relationships that you're not going to deal with or maybe you're putting up with it for various reasons because you have a big heart and you feel bad you want to rescue somebody but you're emotions are getting beat up in the process, right? That is not your authentic self, right? Your authentic self means you're well-rounded, right? You're going to grow, become a stronger person, and you know what? You're not going to put up with shit. (laughs) Got it? So, you know, being your authentic self is, it's a growing process, right? And it's not easy for people to do that um, and look at, Maybe self-improvement, if you will, looking at that mirror, what I don't like, and to try to fight through the fears and being scared, you know, I get it. And being able to fight through that or get the help to fight through that, say, you know what, I'm going to put up with this shit. And that is being your authentic self. Got it? Okay. Now, part of authentic self, remember I said about being able to evolve and grow as a person how many people out there going to a relationship and this has been forever, right? Oh, my God. I already know. I want him to be like this. I want her to be like this. Am I guilty of that? Yes. 
I'm more guilty of maybe doing that when someone, you know, significant other or, you know, whatever relationship status or whatever over the years I've been in. Not so much. It's when they present one thing. Again, remember, their authentic self is not there and the honesty aspect and they present themselves as one way, and all of a sudden, you know, after a couple months or a month or whatever, the script gets flipped, and it's like, shit, this is who you really are. You know what? It's, you know, I want them maybe to change back. I want them to be them true self that they show, right? I don't want them to sell me something that is not real and not legit, right? So are you wanting someone else to change or evolve, okay, (laughs) without you willing to do the same? Are you willing to grow? Are you willing to evolve yourself and look at it? You know what? I want to be a stronger person. I don't want to be a doormat. I want to be able to speak my mind. I don't want to be afraid of confrontation. Not that we have to like confrontation, but Are we able to sort of get away from that? You know what? So look at that. Am I going into a relationship not expecting or not expecting yourself to grow and evolve? You know what? Um, And do you bring into a relationship that this is the way I am and screw it. If no one accepts me for me, ooh, you know what? That is, I think sort of a piss poor attitude to have and you bring that in it's almost like you're you're tying a couple bricks around your neck or maybe cement blocks if you will that are gonna almost like a chip on your shoulder that you bring into the relationship when you have that attitude right you want to evolve with each other right you want to evolve and become each other's soulmates right remember a long time ago i said soulmates for the most part I think soulmates are created, and you can make each other your soulmate. And if you're coming into an attitude, this is the way I am and all this stuff, screw it, that's not maybe, uh, if you want to say, a confident way to look at it. And you're looking, you have nothing else to offer. You have no, no other growth to provide. And if you're not willing to grow and evolve, right, then where's the relationship going? You want to clue me in on that? So if you come in with the attitude and you bring that into a relationship, then you are in for trouble and your partner is going to piss you off and you're going to piss your partner off even more. Or better yet, you have two people coming with that attitude, right? That, you know what, this is the way I am, screw it. And they don't like me, you know, fuck it. Fuck them. Ooh, the (laughs) F-bomb. But, um, you know, you go in it, and you guys are going to be stubborn. You guys are going to be battling each other instead of trying to grow and become, you know, better partners and all that. So you want to come, you know, bring into a relationship that you're willing to grow. You're willing to expand, and you're willing to evolve as a partner and as a person. Now, you know, that, again, now, Greg's contradicting himself. He says authentic self one end, and then he says about not being able to evolve whatever. No. Your authentic self, you're not going to lose your values, your beliefs, believe in, and you're, maybe you have a sense of humor as a person, right? That's different than not growing or evolving. 
big, big difference, right? Now, are you are you a kind person? I talked about this about having a big heart. Generally, are you a kind person? Are you considerate to others, right? And one way, you know, you take it out and you look at yourself and some people that are narcissistic or arrogant or they think they're above everybody else, you know, you're out to dinner with them and you watch how maybe they interact with uh, waitresses or wait staff or even other people, you know, walking in the doors and all this stuff. And they're just rude. <laughs> you know, they're, they're rude people, right? Are you a rude person? And you don't care about other people and you bring that into a relationship. And I don't care if you're smoking hot, right? Man or female, I, you know, about, you know, women looking at smoking hot guys too in heterosexual situations. How, you know what? That makes you an ugly person. And going into a relationship, are you just maybe going into it thinking you're going to pass away because you're, I'm a 10 on a beauty scale, but your personality is like a one or a two at best. Um, and are you coming in? That makes you an ugly person. And if you come into a relationship, you know what? I get whatever I want because I'm hot. I got a smoking body, whatever. You know what? <laughs> Age is going to happen. It's going to creep up on you, right? And if you think you're all that, chances are you're whacked, right? And you're going to have an issue, and you're going to end up with a lot of heartaches and a lot of hardships, right? So you come in that you're generally, are you a kind person? Do you also look at understanding? Part of being a kind person is able to be understanding. Are you an understanding person or are you one that always wants to chirp and always wants to be heard, right? We all want to be heard, but are you the one that's always talking and trying to get your partner or other people around you if you're single, trying to understand you, trying to see your point of view without you, right? Having that cooperation about doing the same aspect are you able to come into a situation and try to understand where a person is coming from or are you judgmental do you bring that into a relationship where you're judgmental are you you know understanding of others that maybe people have heartaches and hardships and you're the one ask you know what i don't care it's all about me i want you to hear about me they talk are you the type of person that you bring this into a relationship, and I'm going to bring this scenario in there. You know what? You have a friend or whatever talks to you. Oh, my gosh, I had a bad day today, you know, whatever. And you automatically cut them off. Or, oh, my God, I had a bad day, too. Oh, my God, can you imagine? And your friend's looking at you like, you selfish bitch, right? <laughs> Are you understanding of other people's maybe problems and, under, and situations, Right? Do you understand them? Do you want to understand them? And if you don't, maybe you need to have a little bit about that because that is huge to have that understanding to bring into a relationship. And we can always evolve it, even myself, my personal life. You know what? I'm not perfect. I don't, you know, people want you to understand and not listen, try to get them and whine and complain. I'm like, eh, I get sick of that too. But, you know, if you come in and the other person's not very understanding and it's always about them, 
you're not going to last that long in a relationship unless you're with a doormat, right, that always wants to kiss your butt all the time, right? Then you're going to be fine. That's not healthy then. And hopefully the doormat sort of changes that up a little bit, stops being a doormat, then what do you do? You're going to be out the door, right? Okay. Another thing is part of the evolving in the growing aspect, are you willing to, you know, are you willing to learn? How many people out there, and, you know, I get couples, all ages, all rationales, you name it, that come in and, Greg, I'm, you know, 40 years old, I'm 50 years old, whatever, and this is the way I am and all this stuff. They want their partners to learn about them, learn about what they, what their wants and needs are, which is awesome, right? I want people to learn about our wants and needs. That is huge. But are you willing to learn about your partner's needs and wants? Are you willing to learn about the world around you, about others, and also learn about yourself? If you come in to a relationship and you bring that you're not willing to learn, right? What is that providing your partner? What is that providing your relationship? It's going to get stagnant and it's going to become very limited emotionally. Maybe even it's going to be, right? Even limited physically and sexually. Oh, baby, right? You come in there and say, oh, I just know this. I just know missionary and that's it, right? That's all I'm going to do. I don't want to learn anything else because of my comfort. And this is what, this is all I know. So this is all I'm going to do. Take it or leave it. <gasps> Bye-bye, right? So are you the type of person that thinks you know everything or that you don't have to learn everything else, right? Are you able to learn? And can you grow from that? And can you bring that? Can you bring that thirst to learn into the relationship about yourself, about other people, about the dynamics going on? Okay. So also, this one is probably huge. And this one probably gets ignored. I understand it. I get it. But... mm, health problems, right? When you have, can you, what happens if you bring a health issue into a relationship? Are you honest with it, right? Are you honest about the chronicity, is that even a word, (laughs) about the chronic, excuse me, about the chronic aspects of maybe health problems? Maybe you have rheumatoid arthritis. Maybe you have fibromyalgia. Maybe you have, um, it could be, a, you know, I say simple, but it's not high blood pressure, maybe hypoglycemic. Maybe there's other diabetes. You have these issues. And how, when you first start dating, are you sincere enough and, you know, really about being honest and throw these issues out there? And unfortunately, you know, people coming back from Afghanistan and Iraq that might have, you know, health issues coming back from contamination the bombs from getting limbs blown off they you know how much does the health problem physically affect maybe the relationship and the partner but also 
most important, maybe most importantly, might be emotionally and how do you react. And what do I mean by this? When you bring this into a relationship, do you downplay it and that it's not, eh, it's not that big of a deal, right? But then it turns out to be a big deal. Again, is this you being honest and because your insecurities, right? No one's going to want me with this, this, and this, right? And if you sort of downplay health problems, are you able to look at, that's not being authentic with your situation as well, looking at them from the standpoint that, you know what, I need to sort of hide this, right? I need to hide this because no one's going to want me. I understand that. But do you want somebody wanting you on false terms, right? Do you want somebody wanting you on false terms? Some people are saying, I don't care as long as somebody loves me, right? What? They're not loving you. They're loving an image of you. They're sort of loving a fantasy or a falsehood of who you are as a person. And that's not cool for either one of you, right? You deserve to be loved for who you are. So if you're bringing health issues into the relationship, you need to look at being honest and being genuine. And also, are with those health problems, whatever, are you doing possibly everything to maybe handle those emotionally and physically? Are you getting the care needed and getting the help? Even, you know, dealing with chronic health concerns are... They're a lot of stress. They can be a pain in the ass. So are you getting the help? And are you able to, instead of downplay, you look, you know what? Look, I suffer from this. I want to be honest with you. And I don't want you to have a fantasy about that, right? Can you bring that honesty and genuineness in the relationship or if you're already in a relationship and be, you know, how much it affects you and dealing with that in the day-to-day life and the struggles of having a health issue and you bring that into a relationship, right? And all of a sudden someone's like, oh, crap, right? What did I get myself into? The only thing you can do, you be honest and be sincere. And if somebody has, right, we all know it. Oh, it won't be that bad. Don't worry. I can handle that. I can handle that. But when you're living it a day-to-day basis, maybe 24-7, you know what? That gets to the relationship and it can cause a lot of added stress it's not easy at all but when you bring that into a relationship and a health issue there might not be anything you can do about that I get that you know but I want you to be sincere about that and I wanted to bring that up when I said about you know what do you have to offer or what are you bringing into a relationship is part of your authenticity Notice how I didn't talk about, do you bring money into the situation? Oh, my God. How many people go into a relationship? Oh, my God. They can help me out financially, right? They're going to unbury me financially. They're going to help me out. Ooh, ain't nothing but a gold digger. And there's both men and women out there in that situation, right? And do you want somebody or are you one of those persons looking at that? But what do you have to offer yourself? And I'm not one, believe me, if someone was, you know, after me and they, I'm broke, everybody knows that, that's no secret. But you look at 
the situation, you know what? If someone is looking to be taken care of financially, I'm like, see you later, right? Do you want somebody? Because if they only want you and you're the type of person that is only looking for somebody to take care of you financially, that's going to be sniffed out for one. And pretty soon, if that money is gone, you know, if something happens, what the hell are you going to do? Are you going to leave? and go somewhere else. Somebody probably won't want you around then, right? So can you love somebody, and can you bring authenticity, genuineness, a huge heart, and that you're doing it because your heart and your soul wants to be there, not because your pocketbook or your lifestyle dictates that, right? How many people you look at, you know, other things? I want you to look at, are you playful, right? Can you offer that in a relationship? Or can you be more playful in your current relationship? Do you joke around with each other? Are you able to be playful? Joke around. There's so many couples I deal with, they lose that. They're stressed. They're arguing all the time. And I'll ask them, do you guys ever sort of slap each other on the butt, tickle each other? Uh, Do you guys ever joke around. They look at me like, um, you know, crazy. I'm speaking Chinese or a different language. They don't get it. We don't feel like joking around, Greg, because well, maybe that's a problem. Maybe if you guys actually joke around and not take things maybe so, not seriously, but take things so personal all the time when the shit hits the fan and relationships are who like I said, facing dessert, uh, dessert, <laughs> facing divorce. Um, you know what? It's very difficult to joke around. And that's one thing I might try to get couples to do to each other, not downplay or criticize or rip each other, but try to lighten it up a little bit. So it makes it safe for them to be able to talk about the real issues. So being able to joke around and be playful, I think it does a relationship very, very, very good, okay? So playfulness, a sense of humor. Do you have a good sense of humor or do you think you are and you really don't? <laughs> and how can you tell that? Maybe ask family members. Maybe ask friends, good friends, right? Hopefully won't lie to you. And you could even ask them what they see in you, right? How many people out there also look at this situation, and, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, I don't want to get you to bash yourself. I have nothing to bring to a relationship. And I'm going to tell you that's a bunch of BS, right? This is also hopefully an enlightenment to get you to look at what you do have to bring to a relationship. Are you a good-hearted person, right? Are you funny, intelligent, creative, loyal? Oh, my God, that's huge, right? Are you a good listener, right? Are you sincere? Are you understanding, right? Are you open, right? And how many people also with that aspects, you know, I want you to look at all this aspects and maybe you like sex, right? 
And that's good. You want someone else. Maybe you can bring that into a relation. Everybody says, oh, you get in a relationship because of sex. And I did the show last week about Ken. Um, one night stand or hookups turn into good relationships. They can, but it can't be based all on sex. Of course not. But, you know, can you, are you, do you provide good sex, right? And if not, what can you do to maybe improve and get better on that? Maybe you can bring that in, right? Are you a patient person or do you go nuts and flip off on everything that goes wrong or little hiccups in life? And there's always hiccups in life. And how do you handle them? And how do you deal with those, right? That's all part of, you know, being patient, right? Are you able to listen? Look at all the qualities you have. Those are all things that you can bring into the relationship. You know what? I am a good person. You know what? I love the kiss. I'm passionate. Look at yourself. Part of this is helping look at that. You know, looking concretely and genuinely, you know what? If you're out there thinking you're all that and all this stuff, maybe you're not. But the other aspect is also looking at items that you can look at. You know what? I do have this to offer. If somebody asked you, you're in the dating realm or maybe in a relationship, right? Maybe you're in a relationship that is just status quo, sort of blah, sort of maybe it's on edge of breaking up or divorce, whatever. And what happened if your partner asks you, you know what, what do you bring to the relationship? Well, you know, I don't work and I don't have money. No, 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 no. It's not that, right? That is no big deal. But what do you bring to the relationship? Do you bring a lot of drama? Are you always nagging, controlling, criticizing your partner? What good can you bring a relationship? And maybe what you can do to evolve and maybe bring more good and more wealth to the relationship. And I'm not talking monetary or money-wise wealth. I'm talking about soulfulness, heartfelt, that type of wealth, right? Are you trying to understand your partner more? You know what? That's what I'm talking about. And I want you to look at, even if you have to write a list down, it sounds corny, I know, but not at all. Look at what you provide and what you do. And I want you to do a gut check. I don't want you to lie to yourself and build yourself up. Oh, yeah, I'm all this, I'm all this. You need to be, you know what, you come to an attitude. You should be freaking kissing my ass because I'm all this. Chances are, if you have that attitude, you are not all that <laughs> okay this is greg dzinski this is our uh, relationships radio show hopefully you guys learned a little bit about um maybe yourself and what you can bring into a relationship okay what you have to offer and maybe those out there listening with maybe self-esteem might be in the toilet and you don't feel like you have a lot of self-worth Maybe this is going to be able to look at yourself and say, you know what? I do have a lot to bring into a relationship. And I'm also providing, and I can provide a lot in my current relationship now. You know what? It's part of self-growth. And it's part of you identify 
not only what you can evolve into, but it's also looking at the current goodness that you have. And so many people, right, you see two extremes. They're either all bad, nothing to offer, or the ones that are BSing themselves and thinking that they're all that, and they're not. So look at it. Grow. That's what all my shows are about, okay? This is Greg Dzinski. This has been the Art of Relationships radio show. I will be back here Wednesday evening at 8 o'clock. Everybody be safe out there. Go into the morning commute if you do drive or getting the kids off to school tomorrow. Oh, wait, Martin Luther King Day. There might not be a lot of schools open tomorrow. I have to teach, so college. But anyways, everybody be safe and... Be safe out there. Be good to yourself and be good to your partners, okay? Much love to everybody. Take care. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinskis, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. That's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.